At the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. This is Father Brian Cuiava of the Diocese of Crookston. One of my favorite things in the entire world is spending time in adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. You know, Jesus gives himself to us in his body and his blood in the Holy Eucharist, and it's such a gift for him to be like living in our midst in a very special and unique way. He's with us in the Holy Eucharist where he gives us his body and his blood, not only for us to consume and at Holy Mass and Holy Communion, but also so that we can go to him periodically throughout the day, periodically throughout the week, throughout the months, uh, whatever it is, to spend time with him, just to simply adore him, to offer our prayers to him, to offer our suffering, to talk to him about our joys and and our struggles, to just simply be with him. So I just really want to encourage you to, to find a church where the Blessed Sacrament is found and to spend some time there just to adore Jesus and simply be with him and to rest with him in silence. Real Presence Radio is now on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on Google Assistant devices. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. My name's Father Tim Smith. And we're broadcasting Real Presence Live this morning from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore. Thanks for joining us. And it's a great morning. The Lord is blessing us in a lot of ways. We're talking about the life of faith, about growing in our faith, and also uh, just supporting all the great works in the life of the church. Absolutely. And we're already into the second hour. If you missed the first hour of Real Presence Live, you can always check what we were up to on Real Presence Live. We'll have that posted later today. And you can listen to us over and over and over and over. And the other thing I can't (laughs) help but uh, emphasize enough is our Real Presence Radio listening app. And Mm -hmm. so you can listen to Real Presence Radio no matter where you go, especially this summer. You might take a family vacation. You could use the app when you're driving with your family in the car, and you can listen to Real Presence Radio no matter where you're at 
around the country or around the world because you could access Real Presence Radio. Absolutely. Well, we're going to continue on with our great interviews, and I have to behave for this next one, Father. Oh, why is that? Because it's my boss. Oh, good. (laughs) Steve Swanskowski is joining us. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I am doing very well. How are you guys doing today? (laughs) Wonderful. doing good. So those of uh, our listeners that listen to Real Presence Radio a lot know that just a couple weeks ago we had one of our live drives and that's a call-in donation segments for three days where we try to fundraise um, for Real Presence Radio. So what does the fundraising go towards, Steve? What is the goal behind these live drives? Absolutely. So uh, our live drive is for operations. We have two uh, live drives a year, one in May and one in September. Many are familiar with that. Um, That covers our operations as well as we do banquets across the network. Um, and uh, those are the uh, those are our efforts to fund the station along with some underwriting. So those are the three areas that we how we fund Real Presence Radio is through underwriting, the live drives, and our banquets. And we just finished our spring live drive. So well, and I think people would be surprised to hear some of the numbers. And you've always been very transparent with um, how Real Presence Radio is ran. Can you allude to some of the expenses and how expensive it really is to run all these radio stations? Well, you know, it's a comparatively when people look at our budget, they're like, wow, you guys run, you know, 24 radio stations for only $2.4 million. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's really not actually expensive. Uh, Catholic radio is very inexpensive. Uh, in comparison to all other uh, types of media in commercial radio, uh, we have a very limited staff, but a very de- uh, dedicated staff. Many of us wear numerous hats. And so I would, I would never actually say that Catholic mm. radio is expensive. I would say it's very inexpensive and a great way to get the message out um, for very little cost <laughs> considerably with, uh, you know, the, the, with the, we cover 2.4 million people. So really the cost to run Real Presence Radio is $1 per person within the coverage area for a year. That's not very expensive. Wow. Um, and so really the impact that we can have for that uh, little, uh, little amount of donation little amount of commitment from our listeners is, is great. And we want to keep it that way. You know, obviously we could be, we could spend more money if we, if we really wanted to, and we could be extravagant with studios and, and equipment, but we're not. Um, we really try to be good stewards of the funds that uh, people give to us because they are not our funds. They are not, these are, this is not our money. And we recognize that, that we are just stewards of this, uh, of these gifts and of this network. Steve, one thing I really enjoy is when I drive around the upper Midwest, whether I'm visiting family in Minnesota, I'm heading up to Fargo, uh, North Dakota area to see some of my priest friends, or I head out to Rapid City for an ordination this next week, is that I'll see Real Presence Radio represented on my drive through the billboards, which that great invitation, Catholics believe what? Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of how much of our work is evangelization. All the -the over-the-road truck drivers, all the families on their car trips, all the people who buy our presence out there on the roadways and on the airwaves most especially, Mm -hmm. that there's this occasion to keep faith in the conversation. How much of our, our live drive money supports that evangelization and that awareness through advertising and making the faith aware uh, in the popular, popular culture. How much of that is part of our expenses here? 
So our annual budget for marketing is about $150,000 out of the $2.4 million. And so that's what we spend on the billboards and on the, uh, the uh, newsletters that you see come out, the bumper stickers, the brochures. Um, that's about $150,000, which we've been working really hard to get our marketing budget up. I remember when I first started 12 years ago, my marketing budget was about $1,000 a year. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and some people might say, well, marketing, you know, what, what is the value of marketing? Well, when it comes to media, if you don't have marketing, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. People do not know about you. They don't tune in. And still, I've been here for 12 years, and I still hear the story of people saying, I just stumbled across Catholic Radio the other mm-hmm. day. I had no idea you've been around for 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just want to pull the rest of my hair out. Um, <laughs> because you, we do the best we can to get the word out. But there's always more to be done. There's always more people listening. And so we're always trying to expand that marketing budget. We're always trying to find new ways to get the word out. And, uh, you know, there, there, are, you know, there are ways that have a greater impact. Um, there are other ways that have even more impact that are more expensive, but we can't afford them. And so we really try to be, again, the good stewards of the dollars we can that we have to get the impact that we can. And so just actually just in the last year or so we went to billboards. Prior to that, we couldn't even afford them. Yeah. And, um, but as a nonprofit, we can get a nonprofit rate, and so we're working on that. And we're really, right now, we're in the mode of trying billboards. I've, I've got a three-year contract with the billboards, and we're trying them for the next three years to see how people how well they're working to get the message out for people. But we're trying other things with, you know, social media, um, other ads in newspapers, in diocesan papers. We're always in those, the bulletins, that type of thing. So we're always trying to get the word out more, but it's, it's, you know, it's an ongoing effort. And listener feedback is great. I'm sure if we get any of our listeners Mm -hmm. letting us know which parts of those are effective for us, that'll help you as a director to give us a you know, a nudge forward in the future mm-hmm. uh, with the things we, that we need. Absolutely. I'm always open to ideas. Matter of fact, I've had some listeners call in and say, you know, I actually have a business and I own a billboard. Would you be willing to put your sign up there? If, if you just send me your sign, I'll put it up. I'm like, huh, it's coming yeah. in the mail. It's on <laughs> That's great. Um, It'll be there. So there are many people who are very creative that way and helpful. I've even had uh, un- people call in and say, I want to pay for a billboard in this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's and I'm going to send my check. Absolutely, we're we're very open to that. And like you said, Father, at the end of the day, it's about evangelization. And where does evangelization begin? With relationship. Mm-hmm. It begins with that conversation with people. And so, really, at the Real Presence Radio, it's all about relationship. Without relationship, we might as well just close our doors and leave. It's not about you know, just broadcasting the message, we have to get out there and build relationships with our listeners and help them walk through this journey of faith. And so that's why we have people like Heather and Sioux Falls and Mike and Dickinson and Janelle here in Fargo. Uh, and we have numerous people out, out in the field. And, and that's why you're broadcasting right now from Mustard Seed Bookstore. We want to be where the people are because that's what the Lord did. He went to the people. He rubbed shoulders with the people. He, he ate with the people. He was there with them. And that's our job is to build that relationship, um, show people that this, this life uh, with the Lord is the human thing. It is the most human thing to have a, a, a life of faith, a relationship with our creator God. Um, that is the, that's being fully human. And that's about relationship. Absolutely. Well, we just finished with our live drive just a couple of weeks ago. What is uh, one of your favorite things? I know I've heard you say um, it's a family reunion. What's some of your favorite things about doing live drives, Steve? 
I love getting to know the folks out in yeah. the field. You know, I'm really not an office person. I'll tell you right now, I really hate being in the office. The only <laughs> the reason I come to the office is because I have staff here and I love the opportunity to visit with them um, and to work together with them. But the rest of the time, if I'm just sitting here working on a computer, I, you know, I'd rather be out with the people. And so I love that aspect, getting to know people's stories. I am so edified and even challenged um, by others, pe other people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I continually you know, desire to grow in holiness and in virtue. And so when we have that opportunity to, to share with our brothers and sisters in Christ and to be challenged and to challenge one another, that's how we grow. And so I just love being out there, sharing the stories, hearing the stories. Um, and I guess what I would love to see for our vision for the Live Drive is that we just get on the air and start sharing stories and people support the network. Yeah. You know, it, it's, as we all know, it gets tiring asking for money. Everybody mm -hmm. gets tired of asking mm -hmm. for money. No one wants to ask for help. We're all prideful, or at least I'm very prideful. <laughs> I just as soon do it all myself, you know, and not have to ask, ask for money. But that's not yeah. how the Lord does it. The Lord wants us to have a relationship with one another. The Lord wants us to help one another and ask one another for help. And so that's part of the cross. Mm -hmm. That's part of the cross that in, in ministry and in evangelization, part of the cross is that we have to ask for help. And uh, so I, I was joking with my kids the other day saying, yeah, I'm just tired of asking for money. So I'm just going to start saying, I want more lollipops. <laughs> Everybody likes lollipops. So we just need, you know, 2.4 million lollipops in order to keep real presence. Okay. Whatever it takes to, to get the mission moving forward. But it's not about money. Yeah. It's about relationship. And, you know, it's a time for us when we do the live drives for people to take the prayer what, how how am I going about my tithing or my mm -hmm. my giving to the church and supporting the church? Because Real Presence Radio is a ministry of one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And so every family might have a different situation. Maybe you have a focus minister that you help support. Then you have your parish. You have your diocesan appeal that you support. But also, what is the percentage of Real Presence Radio? And mm -hmm. perhaps you can adjust those percentages. If the yeah. Lord is bestowing blessings upon on you um, maybe it's an opportunity for you to say talk to your spouse and say maybe we can give more and mm -hmm. we can up that percentage to real presence radio as well as continuing to support all the other great ministries in the life of the church absolutely i would agree with you, father and i would say this we've said this on the air you need to you know folks we're talking about the tithe and i know we're not all there and we're all struggling 10 percent does seem to be a lot of our budgets but the lord will bless each of us if we reach out and you know just step out in faith and so mm -hmm. i would recommend you know five percent to your local parish and i'm not making this up this is from our, some of our local bishops five percent to your local parish one percent to your local diocese and then guess what you've got another four percent that you can spread out among the great ministries of you know the like the focus missionaries your local newman centers uh pro-life ministries and guess what real presence radio mm -hmm. and so if we all did that if we all gave that 10 percent ties tithe, no Catholic ministry, no Catholic parish would be struggling. Hmm. And just, yeah, what's your number? You know, really yeah. just talk to your, your spouse and your family members and uh, make those plans. Well, we only have about a minute left, Steve. Um, can you give us an update on how we did during our spring live drive? Absolutely. We, so we had a goal of 550,000. As of today, we're at 529,000. Um, and we always, we kind of have, there's always the pre-drive, which is where we go out and try to get the matching dollars. Then you have the on-air portion, which is the live drive. And then we have the post-drive and people will call in and say, oh gosh, I was out of town. Can I still pledge? No. 
Oh, I mean, no, <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Um, and so we're in that two-week period right now um, where people are continuing to send in dollars. And so if you haven't, didn't, weren't able to help with our live drive, please consider giving a gift. Um, you can visit our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com, or call 877-795-0122. All right. And so then you said that we have two live drives. When's our next one? That'll be in September. So uh, mid-September will be our next live drive coming up. And uh, we, again, we try to make these live drives fun because, uh, you know, nobody wants you to sit there and say, give money, give money, give money, here's the number. Um, yeah. And so we really do enjoy them. I get a lot of good feedback. People tell us that they really enjoy our live drives. Um, and that they're a, a great three days of local programming. It is. It's all local, and it's just so much fun to be able to, like you said, meet the people and hear their story. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you to everybody who pledged, and uh, continue to pray for us, especially that we need your prayers. Uh, anytime we're doing good, we're going to be attacked, and so hopefully we're doing good, and uh, the Lord will continue to take care of this ministry, which is his. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Steve, for joining us this morning and for the update on the live drive. Up next, it's time to take a 10-minute tour around the area with local events. Later in the show, deacons are God's gift to the church in the Mass. What is the process to become a deacon? We'll hear more about that as Real Presence Live continues. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk Coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. I've heard people speak about the difference once they've started to listen to Catholic Radio. Mm-hmm. And it's that presence of, of a positive voice and really a voice that speaks the truth that comes from God throughout your day. It really does make a difference. You know, and sometimes you don't know how much you need it until you happen to turn on the radio and hear just the thing that that's for you, you know, the message that, that God has for you that day. And so I think I would say that not just the difference in, in individuals, but even a difference in the same person from, you know, from before they listened to now or to you know, that moment when they tune in at just the right time. I think it's important for all of us to step up personally and the, the term we hear a lot is sacrificial giving. Just a little bit, that act of, of giving that support really is, is our participation in the body of Christ. And, and uh, things like uh, Real Presence Radio are, are what keep the, the life and the connection to the gospel within our daily lives, and that's so important. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Welcome back. This is Heather Caro. My name is Father Tim Smith. We're broadcasting Real Presence Live this morning from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore. Thank you for joining us this beautiful morning. And we're blessed. We've been talking about oh. all the good things <laughs> happening in our area. You know that sound. You know it's time for our 10-minute tour. All right. We're going to start off our tour this morning in Hankinson, North Dakota, with Sister Jean Louise. Good morning, Sister. Good morning. Tell us all about your event. Okay, we're having Mother-Daughter Day. This is a retreat that is more is less of a retreat experience in terms of silence and prayer as it is about um, celebrating mothers and daughters' time together, finding out um, about uh, religious life in an uh, introductory way. We visit with the sisters. We share the meals with the sisters. We... Um, go to daily mass with the sisters and um, and have some events or learning experiences that um, help us to grow in our love for God. It's going to be June 27 through 29. It actually starts on a Thursday evening at 7 o'clock and it concludes on Saturday after the noon meal. This year, the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus is during our mother-daughter days. And so we have chosen as the theme, Come to My Heart. We will explore how we are coming to uh, closer to the heart of God in our family life, in our relationships with one another, and of course in our prayer and uh, service of God and His people. Wonderful. If they want more information, where can they find that? They could um, text Sister Jean Louise at 701-208-1245 or they could email at ndfranciscan as in North Dakota Franciscan so it's ndfranciscan at yahoo.com Very good and the dates again of that That is June 27, 28 and 29 that's a Thursday through Saturday Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sister Jean. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. Okay, moving right along, we're going to head to Dickinson, North Dakota. St. Joseph's Church in Dickinson will be hosting a Pine Room Supper on Saturday, June 1st from 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the Pine Room. On the menu is meatballs and gravy, chicken bacon Alfredo casserole, mashed potatoes and gravy, California blend vegetables, buns and dessert. Adults and youth are $10, and those five and under are free, so perfect for a big family. Proceeds go to towards the Pine Room Renovation Project. Join us starting at 4.30 p.m. 
on January or January, June 1st at St. Joseph's Church in Dickinson. It's to redo the Pine Room um, at their parish. We hope to see you there. The Carazio Latte will be in Rochester, Minnesota. That's at St. James Coffee Shop in Rochester. Invites you to Carazio Latte Thursday evening, June 6th, beginning with Mass at 6.30, followed by Conversation and Carazio, and Apostolic for the Catholic Healthcare Professionals to humanize and recover the sacredness of their profession. Seek to bring Christ's healing and love to their patients and co-workers and allow Christ's love to flow through themselves to others. Healthcare professionals, experience the love of Jesus in your life with opportunities to pray together and to grow together. Visit the thecarazioapostolate.com or come to the St. James Coffee Shop in Rochester and that's Thursday evening, June 6th and experience the presence of Jesus on Thursday evening, June 6th at St. James Coffee Shop. And Carazio is spelled C-U-R-A-T-I-O. For those of you who don't know how to say that. <laughs> so CarazioApostolate.com is where you can go for more information. Okay, we're heading over to Rochester now in Rochester, Minnesota. Brian, thank you for joining us. Of course, thanks for having me. Tell us all about what you have going on. Well, for the next three Mondays, starting June 3rd through June 17th, we'll be at Kinney Creek Brewery for a Renew International event called Theology on Tap. Uh, we gather for food, drinks, dynamic speakers, and fellowship. And we talk about things from gender ideology to reasonable faith. And finally, we have an event where the bishop will come and uh, the audience will be invited to ask him anything they've ever wondered Ooh. about the faith. So uh, those events start at 6 o'clock with a social hour, followed by the speaker at 7, and then there's quite a lengthy Q&A afterwards. And that starts when again? That starts on June 3rd at Kinney Creek Brewery in Rochester. If people okay. want to hear more about that event or dig into our resources, you can visit rochestercatholicmn.org. And is there a cost to attending the event? Absolutely free. Absolutely free. And so the dates are June 3rd, June 10th, and the 17th? That's right. Okay. And what is it fill up quickly? Do they need to come early to get seats, or how does that work at the, at the brewery? There's plenty of seating available at Kinney Creek. Um, we invite people to come at 6 o'clock just to socialize, meet other Catholics, or even non-Catholics that might attend and buy a beer and get comfortable. There's lots of games in the brewery, so uh, people have a blast, 6 to 7. Wonderful. Well, good luck on your event, and the speakers are who again? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Father, no Gon Father Jonathan, Father Jonathan Fastnet, Ethan Heinzen, and uh, Bishop John Quinn. All right. Well, very good. Good luck on your event. Thank you so much. God Thanks, bless. Brian. Okay, moving right along, we're heading to Gillette, Wyoming. St. John Paul II in Gillette will be hosting a golf tournament on Friday, July 19th at Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette, Wyoming. Registration is at 7 a.m. with a shotgun start at 8. 
It will be a four-person best ball scramble with each team paying $600, which includes cart, lunch, and flag prizes. The tournament is limited to 36 teams, and 100% of the net proceeds go towards the general operating expenses for the school. For more information, you can call 307-686-4114. Again, that's the St. John Paul II Golf Tournament in Gillette, Wyoming on Friday, July 19th. The Catholic Education Golf <laughs> Scramble, which will be in Mitchell, South Dakota. We're in the season of golf. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you'd like to have a great reason to go out and golf and help a worthy cause, you can come to Mitchell, South Dakota and join the golf scramble benefiting all Catholic education in Mitchell, South Dakota on Friday, June 7th at Lakeview Golf Course. Shotgun start is at 12.30 p.m. Four-person teams will compete for and flight and pin prizes, plus there will be free food afterwards. To register, contact Renee Lebrun at John Paul II School to register by calling 605 996 2365 or emailing renee.lebrun at k12.sd.us All ages and all skill levels are welcome to join in the fun for the Mitchell Catholic Education Golf Scramble which is on June 7th at 12.30pm Alright, golf season is abound folks. Be sure to check out any local golf events that might be going on in your area. And get out to the driving range and <laughs> practice because there are plenty of worthy Catholic organizations that do fundraisers. Absolutely. Okay, well, that wraps up our 10-minute tour for today. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please give Brandon a call at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. All right, coming up next, what does it take to become a deacon? Father Matt Wearing of the Diocese of New Ulm will help us answer this question. And later hear about a once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage of a relic from overseas. That and much more as Real Presence Live continues. This is Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 
877-247-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. This is Heather Carroll. My name's Father Tim Smith. (laughs) We have a little duplicate going on. I can hear myself echoing. (laughs) Well, it's great to be back on Real Presence Live and just hear all the great things that the Lord is doing in our local church. All right. It's been a great morning this morning. And if you've missed out on anything, please remember that you can always check out the show on repeat on Real Presence Live. YourCatholicRadioStation.com is where you can find the show uh, later today. And it is a gift to uh, just experience what all the things is happening. And if you heard something and you want to listen to it, you can always go back to our website Mm -hmm. or to the Real Presence Radio listening app, and you can review those shows and hear what you heard and and get all the information you need for any of those great events. That's right. Well, spring is here, and for majority of the diocese in our lives, that means... It's time for ordination season. That's right. Graduations <laughs> and ordination. Graduation and ordination. So we've got Father Matt Wearing on the line. Good morning, Father. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Great. Thanks for joining us this morning. And we wanted to talk about the beauty of uh, ordinations and specifically the beauty of the diaconate ordinations, the the. The, the, the time now where deacons are becoming deacons. And so um, what does that actually mean to become a deacon? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in, the, in the, the church, we have three degrees of orders, and the diaconate is the first degree. And the second would be uh, the priesthood, and the third would be the Episcopal order, the order of bishops. So... In order to be ordained a priest, you have to be ordained a bishop, or excuse me, ordained a, a deacon first, and in order to be ordained a bishop, you have to be a priest first. And so, uh, yeah, so this at this time of year, many of the ordinations that are occurring are to the, the diaconate or the transitional diaconate, mm-hmm. if the, the those to be ordained will be ordained priest in the future, and their, their ordination to the diaconate is a preparation for their eventual priestly ordination. Well, and I've done um, several interviews of, of new priests and, you know, asking them about how their ordination went and um, becoming a priest. And they, I would venture 98% of all the priests I've talked to have talked about how the diaconate ordination was a bigger event, um, not more important by any means, but it was... Um, a bigger event to them because that really felt like they were being sealed into the church. Can you talk a little bit about for you, what it was like to become a deacon? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's such a special day. It was October 8th, 2009. 
and uh, I was a, a student at the North American College in Rome, so my ordination was at the altar of the chair in St. Peter's Basilica. Wow. And uh, it's such a powerful experience. Uh, I mean, for, for one thing, just, just to be ordained in that setting was was a great, um, a beautiful privilege. I remember walking out of St. Peter's Sacristy into the into the basilica, which towered above us, mm. and uh, just just really the just the conviction that here in the heart of the church, I was really laying my life down for for Christ and for His bride, the Church, and um, so that was certainly in my heart as I processed with my classmates up to the altar of the chair, and as I as I laid down with them on the on the ground prostrate uh, during the Litany of the Saints, uh, praying for, just asking the saints uh, for the grace that we needed to make this gift of our lives and to be open to receiving all the grace that God wanted to give us. So I, I certainly remember my, my diaconal ordination, and I remember with joy just what, what it was to be an, uh, uh, a newly ordained deacon. I remember the next day... Uh, the ma- my Mass of Thanksgiving, and uh, preaching for the first time at Mass, and uh, what a special experience that was. And just the sense, those next weeks and months, that, uh, that I, was, I was really being embraced and loved by the Church, and that I had consecrated myself for the Church. Because something that a lot of people don't realize is that when, when you're a transitional uh, deacon, to be uh, getting ready to be ordained, I mean, you make some important promises on the day of your diaconate ordination. So um, one of them is to live celibacy for the sake of the kingdom. You promise that as a, as a deacon. That's when that promise begins for you, and then, and then obedience to, to your bishop. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, your life changes <laughs> yeah. when you're ordained a, de- uh, a transitional deacon, and, and you, you feel that as the the weight of that, but the joy of that and the gift of that as well. Father Wearing, what kinds of formation uh, does a transitional deacon receive? So in preparation for the the serving the church as a, de- as a deacon, of course, we see the deacons most notably at the celebrations of Mass in mm-hmm. our parishes. We might recognize them as the liturgy of the Word and things, but what other sorts of things are involved in the life of the deacon, and what are they prepared for? Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, formation to, to be a deacon takes place within, for transitional deacons within the context of the seminary where they're, where they're attending. And so uh, they're going to class, uh, philosophy, eventually theology class. Uh, usually diaconate ordination would take place after the third year of theology. And, uh, and so already the seminarian has had a background in philosophy, probably needing to get a philosophy degree in college or in a pre-theology program, and then he studied three years of theology. But then on top of just the academic discipline, there's also the, the practical things about uh, learning how to assist at the, at the liturgy, uh, because the deacon assists the priest at the Mass, uh, do, be, doing a hom- homiletic preparation program where the, the deacon is learning how to preach. And then the deacon also can preside at certain lit- liturgies, like at 
baptisms. Uh, he can witness marriages. Uh, he can uh, expose the blessed sacrament and do benediction. And so all of these different rites, then, the the deacon has to learn as well. So there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> prior to. But then uh, we could, we also have to just talk about the the personal and spiritual preparation that the man needs to be doing as well, spending lots of time in prayer every day, uh, as well as just the, the spiritual direction he's been doing um, as a part of his overall priestly formation. So uh, there's a lot of formation that those guys are getting. Wonderful. Well, you have a big event coming up in your diocese. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we have uh, uh, two of our seminarians being ordained to the transitional diaconate. It's on June 1st to Saturday. Uh, the ordination mass begins at 10 a.m. It's at the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity in New Ulm. And uh, yeah, so our two guys are John Hayes and Sean Pullman. They're seminarians at the St. Paul Seminary. And uh, we're so proud of them, so happy for them. Uh, been vocation director for five years, so I've walked mm-hmm. with them the last five years, and uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's such a, it's a joy for me personally, mm-hmm. but it's also a, a great joy for our local church, uh, and it, it fills us with also excitement to anticipate their priestly ordination, which would be next year. So transitional, can you explain real quick, we only have about a minute left, the difference between transitional and permanent deacon, just for those who might not know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So at the Second Vatican Council, the Church uh, restored the ancient order of deacons uh, and, and allowed there to be a permanent state uh, of deacons, restored that. So so deacons now are not just, not only ordained as a, a preparation prior to priesthood, but as many of our listeners have in the, the, their parishes, they can be ordained as, as married men mm-hmm. who then take on a permanent diaconal uh, role. Right. They're ordained as permanent deacons. And usually these men are older, 30, over 35 years old, and are more established and really bless the Church through their ministry as well. Absolutely. Well, Father, we'll be praying for your new deacons that will be uh, ordained on June 1st, and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. All right. So coming up, you won't want to miss this next segment. Uh, We have a relic coming through the area, um, and it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, folks. Stay tuned to hear what that is. We'll be back on Real Presence Live in just a minute. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. I remember Fulton Sheen saying that uh, he would say something like, there might be thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that claim to be anti-Catholic in the United States, but the fact is there's probably 
four or five of them yeah. because people are anti what they think are is Catholic. Exactly. There's a, they take it from a misunderstanding of the faith. And this is, you know, is a great segue to, to help uh, support Catholic radio because, you know, it's EWTN radio. It's real presence radio that gives us the accurate teaching of the church. There's yep. so much misinformation out there that this is one of those great medias that we have in our local area that gives us the truth, the teaching, not what people say is the church's teaching, but the real church's teaching. It's edifying to hear how real presence or affects your lives in a very practical way. And there are tens of thousands of other couples in our listening area that have their own story about how Real Presence Radio affects them in in a very positive light. And we all have stories about how Real Presence Radio has uh, affected our lives in practical ways, in theological ways, in spiritual ways. It's such a gift. Real Presence Radio is now on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on Google Assistant devices. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166-594. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. My name is Father Tim Smith. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's been a fantastic morning. We're broadcasting to you live from the Mustard Seed Bookstore here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and it's been a great morning. A lot of our listeners have come in here this later this morning. I, I know. I've recognized a few faces. and uh, They've peeked around the corner to see what we're up to in here. And a few Nothing pe- good. A few people have come to get those <laughs> sleeping Josephs that we still have here, so I'm glad to hear that. It's been a great morning. Well, I'm excited for this next interview. Uh, Peter Sonsky is on with us. Can you hear us, Peter? I can. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Father Tim. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I am delighted to be here with you. Uh, You're in Sioux Falls, you said. I, I recently had occasion to go through Sioux Falls and looking forward to returning to that part of the country. Oh, it's I like it here. Well, come and visit. <laughs> come and visit my my parish, uh, Peter oh, uh, St. Yeah. Joseph Cathedral. We'd be glad to welcome you and and welcome you, especially around the celebration of Mass. But you yourself in uh, Bismarck have a good event that's coming up. Uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Exactly. Well, I'm actually speaking to you from New Haven, Connecticut. I am an employee of the Knights of Columbus, and I have had the privilege of accompanying the relic, the heart. This is a major relic. This is the actual heart of St. John Vianney to many sites around the country. In fact, I've been now to 30 different states. I've traveled about 5,000 miles with the heart of St. John Vianney, and we'll be coming to Bismarck uh, next week, the 28th and uh, 29th, to the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit there. Well, and I have to ask, how did you get this job? 
<laughs> well, uh, uh, the Knights of Columbus has a, a wonderful relationship with the shrine at ours. This, I, I say the shrine at ours. Those who know the history of St. John Vianney probably know that it was a little country church uh, 150 years ago when St. John Vianney first uh, was assigned there, but it has grown to a thriving uh, pilgrimage spot today. Uh, but his uh, his heart was made available to the Knights of Columbus. Now, uh, I should say that his the saint's entire body is incorrupt, and his heart has been made available, it's been entrusted to the Knights of Columbus to travel throughout the continental United States and give people an opportunity to pray with this, uh, this venerable priest, a model of uh, virtue. And so uh, I've been selected as one of uh, three different custodians wow. who have traveled with it, and uh, it's been a distinct honor and blessing to do so. So, as I said, I'll be going to uh, Bismarck, and then from uh, Bismarck to Fargo, and uh, Minneapolis, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, all in a sequence of days beginning uh, the 28th of May. Well, that'll be great for all our listeners who are uh, really in this area as we prepare ourselves uh, for encountering this relic. Uh, Peter, for those who are not familiar, what is a relic? Father, uh, a relic is a, uh, a physical item that is uh, the, the, the reminder of a saint. And I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully because oftentimes a relic, uh, especially what's referred to as a first-class relic, is an actual part of the saint's human remains. Mm -hmm. It could be a fragment of bone, it could be a lock of hair, or it could be, in the case of St. John Vianney, his actual heart. And uh, other cases, there is what's known as a second class relic. That is a, an object or an item that the saint may have used during his or her lifetime, uh, a prayer book, a, a rosary, uh, something of that sort, some devotional or sacramental. Um, and then a, a third class relic is uh, an object that is touched to a first class relic. But um, it's been a venerable tradition throughout the entirety of uh, the life of the, the Catholic Church to venerate relics. We know that in the early years of Christianity, when uh, the, uh, the Christians were forced underground, if you will, into the catacombs, that they would pray in the midst of the deceased bodies of the martyrs. They held that you know their bodies were, were still holy and to be revered. So they would venerate these relics, these remains of the saints, and we have perpetuated, carried forth that custom even to the present day. Wow. So you mentioned that the heart of St. John Vianney is incorrupt. What does that mean for those that might not know? Well, it means, Heather, that his body has not decayed. We know that over time, uh, as we're reminded each time we're signed with ashes uh, on Ash Wednesday, that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But God has protected certain saints over the history of the Church from physical decay, from physical deterioration. And St. John Vianney is amongst those saints. His entire body is available for veneration 
at the shrine at ours, his heart was removed from his body more than 100 years ago in 1904. And it has been venerated for all of that time, mostly there in France, but more recently uh, throughout other parts of the world and during this last six months throughout all of the United States. Wow. There's probably many stories of healing that comes through the veneration of this relic of this great saint, St. John Vianney, patron saint of priest. You know, some of our listeners who may not be Catholic, uh, they may not understand our veneration, but if they know the scriptures in Acts chapter 19, we hear about very beginning of the church that even handkerchiefs and things that had touched the apostles, St. Peter, were used to manifest real healings in the life of the faithful. As you've been traveling, Peter, mm. with this relic, what are some of the miracles and things you've witnessed in mm. people's life of faith as you've seen thousands of people around the Catholic world venerate this great relic? Oh, indeed, tens of thousands. I can't say that I have experienced or heard reports, Father Tim, of, of physical miracles, but certainly there's been a number of people who have been overcome. And uh, I think that we can all acknowledge that the Church in the United States has been going through a very difficult period in the last year or so. And I feel as though a number of faithful have not really had an opportunity to express the hope that they hold in their hearts for uh, for a change, a, a a return to what they uphold the church and the priesthood to be, and being able to pray with the heart of of John Vianney, whom they recognize first and foremost as the patron of all priests, and secondly, as I uh, alluded to earlier, as a real model of virtue, a real. Uh, holy priest who would spend hours, countless hours, uh, reports are 14 or more hours a day hearing the confessions of the faithful and helping them to renew themselves, helping them to reform their lives and to live holy and virtuous lives on their own. Um, people have embraced that opportunity to uh, to ask the intercession of this holy saint and to seek this renewal that I speak of for the Church. So I've heard so much gratitude and so much appreciation for just the opportunity to pray, because um, it's not often that the faithful here in the United States will have the opportunity to travel to France or abroad uh, with an opportunity to do this. So bringing the relic uh, to them has been uh, something that they have been truly grateful for. Wow. So I have to ask, you're traveling with such an important relic. How do you travel with it? Does it... Most, <laughs> well, most often, ask. Heather, most often, Heather, I travel by car. Okay. Um, I, now, it does, it does fly periodically when it needs to go distances in a short period of time. And, for example, today it is in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's been moving eastward. It, it started out uh, in the uh, southwest, uh, say, Arizona, New Mexico way, and it's been traveling east through Texas and Oklahoma, Arkansas, now Tennessee. It's going to the Carolinas in the company of a, a colleague of mine who's <coughs> acting as the custodian 
but he is going to travel with it to Bismarck, and I will rendezvous with him and take custody of the heart there, and then I'll begin my trek uh, again by car, uh, traveling through the sites that I mentioned. Um, We do it in that way because we want to try to give it optimal uh, opportunity to be venerated. So I'll be able to go from uh, Bismarck to Fargo in the course of a day, and people in both location, both locations will be able to pray with it. And then even so, Minneapolis is a short distance after that. Right. We've is been there, able to reach more people that way. Yeah, we're running out of time, um, unfortunately, this morning. Is there a way people can see where it's going? Absolutely. K-O-F-C dot org slash Viani. Okay. Knights of Columbus, kofc.org slash Vianney. The whole list is there and uh, all the details of each stop. Wonderful. Well, and just a reminder for those that are listening, it will be um, up in the Bismarck area on May 29th, 28th and 29th. So be sure to check out uh, that website if you wanted to see it in Bismarck. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for joining us this morning. God bless, Heather. Thank you. Father Tim, the same. God bless you, Peter, and thanks for your ministry. You're welcome. All right. Well, that will be very interesting. Well, I can say that thousands of people came to the Cathedral of St. Joseph to venerate the heart of St. John Vianney, Mm -hmm. and so it's a powerful testimony that will be blessed. All our listeners in North Dakota, take your family and friends, take the person who maybe has kind of fallen away from the practice of their faith, and just have them experience this beautiful gift of Catholic life. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, we're going to head over uh, back to Fargo with Brandon, and he's going to update us on what's going on tomorrow on the show. During, during, oops, <laughs> let's try that again. I didn't have my mic on. So oh, you're good. <laughs> our our uh, straight talk segment with Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross. Uh, they are our hosts coming from Grand Forks tomorrow. And uh, so you can call in with your questions for them. Plus, who doesn't like babies? They're a beautiful gift from God. And one woman who helped bring these gifts into the world will be with us to share her reflections of being a maternity nurse for nearly 50 years. Oh, wow. Yes, it's, that's, uh, that's quite a long time. And uh, I know it's rainy in some parts of the area, but it is springtime and time to pull out the bikes, rollerblades, and running shoes to get some exercise. But here's a question. Is it possible to get too much exercise to the point of being vain? That's what we'll look at with Father Mike Schmitz from the Diocese of Duluth. All this and a whole lot more coming up tomorrow with Real Presence Live. Fathers Jason Leffer and James Gross are your hosts. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. And, of course, everyone loves to hear from Father Mike, so that'll be great to have him on Real Presence live yeah. tomorrow morning. Yeah, we. I think sometimes we forget he's in our listening area. Yeah, up there in Fargo and, or Duluth area. And yeah. A great gift we have with all our, our priests and all our volunteers that are here on Real Presence I'm going to have to listen in because, you know, too much exercise, you know. You don't want to let yourself off the hook there at all. Either, you know, <laughs> yeah, because I don't exercise at all, Father. So I'm not in. I'm not in danger of that one. <laughs> uh, it's a great time of year, of course. So many great events that are having. Uh, let's ask the Lord to bless us in prayer. Absolutely. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for all your blessings that you bestow upon us. 
most especially during this month of May, we ask that Mary, the Mother of God, would strengthen us with grace. Lead us to her Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every day.